Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. So you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. 
Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. We're here for another episode. Ashley Iconetti, the wonderful, the talented, the spunky. How is your, how was your holiday weekend? It was wonderful. Um, we just went over to a friend's house. She had the most cute Instagram-worthy spread. Um, it was in Arlington, Virginia, so we um, got to see the fireworks from her rooftop, which was really cool. And I mean, like the national fireworks, which is really awesome. And I've only seen them a couple times, even though like I've grown up in Virginia. I've only yeah. like gone to see the DC fireworks a couple times because you know it's crazy mm-hmm. um, to get like in there and all that. Um. And, like, other than that, pretty relaxing, lay by the pool. Uh, Lois floated out on the pool with Jared, which is really cute. (laughs) But that's about it. What about you? Well, I am back in Indiana on the lake. Why not Lake Indiana represent? I'm here right now looking out at the lake. uh, And uh, I just came off the boat to do this podcast. So that's something. Now, so we're it was, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Jessica's family uh, came in. So her parents both came in. They did that last year. And then uh, Jessica's here still. They left. Uh, my parents. So we did three full days together. It was a blast. Like we had so a, nice. an amazing time. Winona Lake really does Fourth of July in a big way. It's kind of so a lot of families around here call it like their designated Christmas. Um because kids go off and do different things. They don't want to come back to Indiana for the winter. And so this is where like families get together. They do their big dinners. They do like all like the kids come in. Here's the crazy part. And this has no, I really don't want this to come off judgmental. Um, but I'm a huge fan of fireworks. I grew up, I just love lighting a firework and seeing it explode, seeing the colors, seeing what's <laughs> going to do. It's always a surprise. There's like just a like, a mystery to it and a, 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 like a power to it. It's, it's a great thing, right? Uh, to do. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy it. I, I don't understand the idea of fireworks. So for example, our neighbor here on the lake, uh, lives a couple houses down. He bought $10,000 worth of fireworks and inc- an incredible show that he put on an incredible show. I mean, it's beautiful. And the whole neighborhood gets together to watch it, but I just feel so like it feels like professional fireworks. Oh, like when you yes. go to like somewhere that the town puts on. Oh, easily. I mean, yeah, you okay. would you would never know. Are there firecrackers? What's the difference between firecrackers and fireworks? Again, like fireworks are the big ones, then yeah. firecrackers are the little things you buy at the stands. Yeah, yeah. Firecrackers okay. are the things that like Jessica lights off. That's but how he's I think allowed of it. to buy fireworks in Indiana. Oh yeah, we do. I mean, I, I think w- it depends on the state. Yeah, it depends on the state. Oh, we have. I mean, the whole lake was is full of them at night uh, during the fourth. So yes, you can definitely buy them here, but nothing really says like America, like $10,000 going up in flames and like 25 (laughs) minutes, you know, it just feels wild. It just feels wild in in every sort of the way. Now, again, there's not like 
it's a really incredible thing to watch. But then when you're done, you're like, whoa, like that, that was just a lot of money up in the air. Like, it's just, it's just a, a weird time. That would do, okay, whatever, whatever you want to spend your money on, I guess. Hey, why not? Well, hey, uh, <laughs> it was a good holiday weekend. The weather's nice in Indiana, but we did take some time to sit down with all of you to talk about this week's episode uh, of The Bachelorette. It, it continues to be a great season. Katie continues to be a terrific bachelorette. We're here to break it down for you right now. But before we do, we want to wish you all a great holiday weekend, a great week. But we're going to take a break and we'll come back with Almost Famous Podcast. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down. Therapy's always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do personally. If nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost. Let's talk about something we all can relate to. Hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I... I do like need to do it, <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. It, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like. Um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ah! 
All right, guys, it is time to recap episode five of Katie's season. Um, all righty. Well, this is actually like a really simple step-by-step episode. Very classic. We had our one-on-one. We had our group date. We had another one-on-one and we had a rose ceremony. And really, there wasn't a ton of drama. Uh, the biggest, you know, topic number one is definitely Blake coming mm-hmm. in. I liked the way that they started out with Caitlin taking a walk and being like, so how was it when Nick came on and just having that relatability factor and having Caitlin there for her, that made a lot of sense. I liked that. And then I liked the fact that Tasha came in and in and kind of like previewed what mm-hmm. was going to happen to the guys by saying like, I know this guy, like I trust him. I hope. And, and like, I'm vouching for him here. So like, I think that was kind of her way of saying like, let's not make this so dramatic right now. Um, and the guys really like, they didn't, didn't really freak out. I think they kind of obeyed Mm. what she wanted. Yeah. I found this is an interesting part and tell me if I'm crazy, Ashley, but Blake walks in, you would expect the guys to be shocked. Every one of them to be shocked. They were very prepared by what Tasha said. I think, I think they were very prepared. I don't think they were happy about it, but this would be a moment as like a bachelorette and bachelor that you're really seeing how, like you're judging how people react. You're kind of watching and mm-hmm. seeing, okay, who here seems like overly angry? Who seem, here seems just like completely like jealous? Who here isn't happy about it? Like nobody's happy that anybody else is there, uh, but they're handling it. Like that's, this is one of those controversial pivot points that we talk about every season that I feel like she was probably watching who, ha- like how did people handle it now? And we knew this was going to happen. It, and I'm glad it did. I, I don't think it was good for the guys. But for them, him to then get a one-on-one before somebody else, like that would have probably disappointed me personally if I was one of those guys. I would have just been like a little bummed. Do you remember what happened with Nick on Caitlyn's season? When did he get his first one-on-one? Well, we it was a different story with Nick. because Doesn't it feel so much different? A little bit, but we also found out uh dirt like when nick came in i forget how exactly so don't quiz me on it but i do remember knowing that nick and caitlin had talked before and had probably seen each other like within the last couple weeks and so we knew that nick and caitlin had a history of some kind we didn't know the extent we didn't know how much they had talked but we knew they had some history when he came on and so it was less of a just one more guy thing to more of a, Oh my gosh, like he's going to walk in and sweep this thing away. Like we're all done. Like they, they were dating before the show. This has all been one big setup. Now we find out it wasn't like, but that was going through our minds at the time. That's what all the guys behind the scenes were talking about. Like, Hey, did we just get totally like set up here? Now we obviously didn't. And it didn't play out like that. Yeah. So Blake gets the one-on-one and I think it went exactly how we assumed it would go really well. You know, they proved to be pretty compatible. And she said, like, she can imagine walking out of this thing with him, which is pretty huge. Uh, and I kind of, I can see it too. Like, I think, like, Blake went to top three, top, yeah, top three in that date. Can we talk about something for a moment that wasn't brought up? And uh-huh. it could just be my insecurities. But, I had watched two full seasons. As soon as I started to get asked, hey, do you, are you interested in being on the show? I started to watch as many seasons as I could uh, on television. And you and I have both admitted that when you show up and you meet the bachelorette or bachelor, 
they in a lot of ways feel like a celebrity. You're nervous. You've seen them on TV. You've seen them on the cover of magazines. And now you're there in front of them. And for a short period of time, you're very kind of starstruck in a, in a way. Totally. Yeah. Is there any of that going on with Katie meeting Blake? Like she had watched him on television. Uh, she had watched his season. Now she has already been on, but then, you know, he kind of comes in and she already knows a bit about him. Like, is there an infatuation with, oh, I've watched you on TV. Could that be playing into this? Uh, yeah, no, like I get it. But like Katie is also on the same like level, if not higher. Like yeah. if we're going to like make it like that, like she's the star here. So like, does the star really get starstruck by the supporting character? Yes. I don't think so. Yeah. Ashley, I've told you this. <laughs> I was starstruck when I met you. The first, you, know, you know this. Like, when I met Me? you, you know <laughs> yeah. this. Well, the first time I met you, as, and I was already announced, announced The Bachelor, or at least I was knowing I was going to become The Bachelor, like they had already kind of told me, I met you the first time. I remember that day, and I go... I've watched her on television. Like I know yeah. this human. Like it's it's just a thing. Like I don't think there's like a hierarchy okay. here. Okay. Okay. So two different ways of seeing it. I don't know that that's really playing a role here. I think there is you a benefit to there being um to there being like a familiar how do you say that word? Familiarity. Familiarity. Yeah, just kind of roll With the R and L and then just keep going, yeah. <laughs> With this person, like you feel like you already kind of know them, which I feel like makes conversation easier because you can okay. kind of use what you already know. Fair enough. And 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 there there was just like a, I felt like there was a calmness to their first interaction. I felt like there's a calmness to this date. Uh, I think they both knew how to date on this show. I think that has an advantage. Like that's that's also what I mean when it yeah. is a familiarity. It's yeah. just like an ease. There's an ease because of the experience. Yeah. How far did he go on Tasha's season? Pretty far. Um, I think he was top five. Okay. Which is wild. It's funny. He's like, I haven't felt this way in the longest time. I'm like, so you didn't feel that way about Tasha, and yeah. you didn't feel that way about Claire, even though you said it. Um, I think it's also kind of crazy that it keeps saying that he was like done this twice before. It's like, no, he didn't. He was on a season where the lead yeah. dropped out. He was on one season before, not two. Let's not make it seem like that. I do think, I mean, from what I'm watching on television, I mean, the biggest controversy with Blake is going to be, I mean, I don't know what he's done in his personal life, but it's going to be, oh, you're just out to date the bachelorette. That's going to be the thing that everybody's yeah. talking about. Now, I don't really buy that because I think this is a a good opportunity. I think the bachelorettes are always incredible people. And so, of course, you would want to date them. And if you get the opportunity, like, go for it. You're single. Give it a shot. I'm not. I just also, and I'm assuming this. I don't know Blake at all. Never met him. Uh, he Well, he, we did interview him. We, okay, well, that's it. But I feel like he's a hopeless romantic. I feel like... He is, it's easy for him to become very interested in somebody because he wants to like fall in love. Now, does he, is he going to, I don't know, but I think that's why you probably see him going, oh my gosh, I really like Claire. Oh my gosh. I really like Tasha. Oh my gosh. I really like, like Katie. Like, I don't think that's hard for him to get to. I think he's probably in it most times when he meets somebody as incredible as those three. Yeah, and also, let's remind everyone that he also slid into Claire's DMs before the show. Ooh. He's just a little DM slider. Hey, there you go. So was I. That's how <laughs> my uh, he was actually eliminated seventh. Yeah. yeah seventh. Yeah. Okay. 
Seventh one. Okay, well, um, anything else to say about that? Well, I think we should point out that Katie did bring up her sexual assault history again one-on-one with Blake she brought it up during the date with the group date with Nick and I and it's I think it's just important that like all these guys know about that and I think what an incredible thing for Katie to do to know it's bringing awareness to something that so many have to suffer through and are healing from and she took this opportunity to to do it. And I, I mean, I, I think the amount of conversations around it and then also the promotion of rain and some of the organizations that people can support who are going out to help is, is really incredible. I mean, if, I hope she falls in love. I hope this is a great love story. If all, if that doesn't work out a huge win for this season and for Katie's kind of legacy on the bachelorette is to bring these conversations to, to a head so that we can start yeah. having them again. I think that the fact that she brings up that she wanted to pursue a relationship and she went after that guy so intensely afterward mm-hmm. is a part of the story that is probably relatable to a lot of women. And that's something that nobody talks about. Yeah. Just so that she like had a different sense about the experience, but well, she's yeah. uh and, and you know, I've really enjoyed watching Katie. I think, the way she's navigated this thing, uh, not perfectly, but who does? But just, uh, it's been really, I'm really engaged in her season uh, and kind of how she's navigating it and how she's dealing with these conversations and what she's bringing to light uh, and who she's choosing and who she's not choosing. So Katie's done uh, extremely well. And then, you know, we see the end of this date. Are you shocked at all that Blake gets a rose? I'm assuming not. And you just made no. this comment. You think he's jumped up to top three. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, because I think like top, I think top four is Greg, Andrew, Blake, and Michael. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I think Connor B was up there for me. He's definitely dropped he's down. Yeah. He's dropped. I don't think she's that attracted to him. Yeah, I think he's dropped. He had a great first impression, but we've kind of seen how that first impression can fade. And and so I don't, I'm with you. I'm looking at these There's names right like now. There's one like that every season. There is. It happens. Uh, and so we've gotten to see these other stories kind of be highlighted. Well, then we have a group date. After Blake gets the rose... Uh, We have a group date, and it has Greg, Courtney, Aaron, Mike P., Michael A., Andrew M., Josh, Justin, Brendan, James, Connor B., Trey, and Hunter. That is a big group of people. How do we have this many people still left? (laughs) Well, a lot of them we don't really know. (laughs) And I do feel like this rose ceremony cut out a lot of the guys that we didn't have any sort of attachment to. Yeah. Uh, This was one of those athletic group dates, which we all, you know, someone always gets hurt. The big takeaway here during this is that Hunter is like crazy aggressive and he like thinks he's impressing Katie by like tackling these guys and annoying and annoying them. And then Michael gets hurt and Katie calls the game and she brought up the point that if Michael had to go to the hospital, he would have been debubbled, right? He would have Mm. been taken out of the bubble and then not allowed back in. Oh, how crazy is that? I didn't think about that at all. How? I mean, yeah, a whole new element to 
this experience is like you can't get hurt, which surprises me that the show is so willing to put. I mean, we've had a couple dates so far that people definitely could have got hurt at. Like, I'm shocked that somebody hasn't got seriously injured at them wrestling uh, this. I mean, you've grown humans going full speed at each other some to like destroy the other person. Like, I mean, I'm surprised this show's taking that risk, but I guess it does add a dramatic element. Uh, but if Michael would have gone home, I, I honestly think bachelor nation just completely like erupts. Like they, oh, uh, they are so seriously? angry. He is, he has to, if he's not with Katie, he has to be considered for has the next bachelor. I need to watch him. Everything stops. Everything, everything. <laughs> when he's on screen, I'm like, oh, okay. This is, we got to focus in. He's so captivating and just the sweetest. And that was another like takeaway from this this group date is that he he kind of reveals to all the guys he confided in a few earlier in the season that he's a widow and oh the emotional reaction from these guys greg really really ugh, really hit him started crying um they're just like he's so happy he's like so positive and you would just never know that this guy was going that he went through this and i love him i don't know he's just Oh, he's just the sweetest thing. And yeah. Do you think, here's my question though. So we obviously see Wells and Franco as the, uh, the commentators for this date. Do you think Franco just like quarantines for the whole entire season? Like, is he on set the whole time? Cause this is a couple times we've seen him, not just this season, but like he pops up, you know, he does a couple hosts, a couple dates. Do you think he's just hanging out? No, it's not only been one date a season. Well, sure. But Two completely different dates. Uh, I just wonder, I mean, if he pops up again this season, we got to get him on the podcast. I got to ask him how much time he spends on set. I mean, it has to Wait, be what weeks. what was the other date that he did? Well, wasn't it last year? Didn't he dress up people? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm just wondering if he, he comes up again. on call. Yeah, he's on call. Why not? I mean, he shows up. They did great. Uh, Wells and Franco are hilarious. Uh, they, they do really well together. I'm with you, Ash. Uh, I, I I don't have a problem with this date as much as I do, like, just straight out wrestling. Uh, I would have probably semi-enjoyed being a part of this date just from the athletic side of it and the competition side. But there's really no good way. To, the, the worst part of this date is there's just no good way to, like, show your true character. I mean, I guess kind of Hunter did. I guess he, I guess that was a yes. good, yeah, we saw his true character, but it's just hard. You kind of either get lost in, in the mix and it just doesn't feel like the dates that we love. I would definitely rather have the Nick file, like sit down talk same. than I would this one. Same, same. And even last week's scavenger hunt or whatever that was. I don't understand. I mean, I don't understand Katie's thing with Hunter. I don't get, I mean, like, it seems like he, you know, she looked at pictures of him with, with his kids yeah. and she was like, oh my God, like there's such a light around you. Like you look like a whole different person, but like, I don't feel any chemistry there for her to give him the group date rose is interesting. Well, how do you, how did you deal with group date roses? Because like, obviously we know that the same person's not going to get it every single week. You know, it's, yeah. it's at all an alternating thing, you know, it, they were talking about how important that group date was and how it was like a first impression rose. I'm like, no, it isn't, guys. It's yeah. whoever stood out this week who didn't stand out the week before. I'll give you a little secret. Okay. Uh, how I gave group, group date roses was this. Uh, there was obviously an attraction um, 
there was like, it wasn't just, Hey, I, I'm going to give this to this person for no reason, but there was a little strategy to it because I wanted one of my biggest fears was that everybody would leave at some point because they just felt like, Oh, this isn't worth it for me anymore. Like he's not into it. He's gone. So I tried to spread them out. Uh, like kind of like reassuring. Roses, yeah. I feel like, that's right? a better they're way to like, say it. Yes. Yes. They're not roses that mean they mean something for sure. I think, but I think it's more like you stood out to me today type rose yes. rather than like a, you stand out to me amongst the crowd all the time, Rose. I would not look too far. If I'm a viewer, I'm not watching this going, he got the group date, Rose. That means he's like top three. It's just saying, hey, this week she knows she wants to get to know a little bit more about him so he can be around next week. Like there's not a question that she wants him here. And, and so I'm going to give this to him just so like he knows that like I'm still into it. Like that, that's all I see in it. There's not, there is not at all the first impression rose type weight to it. And, uh, but I will say on Caitlin's season, when I got a group day rose and I can't remember how many I got, I think maybe two, uh, it's a good feeling. Like it definitely like energizes you. It gives you a little confidence. It validates kind of what you're feeling and thinking. And so I, I think they're impactful. I just don't think they're extremely meaningful. Well, Ashley, I want to hear your thoughts because I know you're, you, you and I both are big fans of Michael. Uh, and we're both fans of, of Katie and Michael's relationship. Well, Michael's moment with Katie on this group date is, is something spectacular. I mean, when she, she's caring for him, but the comment that he makes... Oh, such a smooth line. I don't see him as a smooth dude, but such a smooth line. Like, can I kiss you? And then she comes back with an incredible response. You can kiss me anytime. You kiss me all you want. All you want. You can kiss me all (laughs) you want. I mean, what a moment. What a moment for their relationship. It's so cute. Who would have thought? I don't know. I didn't think at all. Mm -mm. (laughs) The first week I was like, no. Underdog. This guy's a little nerd. Absolutely. That's beautiful. why we love him. That's why we love him. But it, that was that was a big moment for me. I, I was like, this guy's definitely up there. Like he's not. I mean, I've always known he's top three, but like this could be something special. Like she is into it. He's getting more studly as time goes on, too. Yeah. Like he's getting hotter. Isn't that weird how that happens? We just talked about I like know. first impression roses kind of fade or first impressions like kind of disappear uh, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. But the the one that kind of sneaks up on you in the first couple of weeks, you're like, I don't really notice him. And then all of a sudden you're like, or her, and you're like, oh my gosh, like they're like they are something. It's kind of Michael's story. I know. Uh, another thing, just to mention about, well, I guess, I guess this is the group date. <laughs> Aaron is so annoying. Yeah, is he get is he getting there for <laughs> you? Yes, every week he's like, I don't like that guy. He's like, something about that guy. I don't like that guy. It's like you have said that about five different people, and you change it, and you you have a different person you don't like every single week. That's all I have to say about that. All right. Um, as far as the group date, oh, Greg, we got to talk about Greg, I guess. Um, Greg's like, I'm going to, after seeing Michael and like, and Michael talking about how like each moment of your life, like is so precious and you can't like waste any time. He's like, okay, I'm really going to step it up with Katie tonight. I don't know that he like really steps it up, but she tells him that he looks like a little lost puppy dog and has like a resting sad face. Mm. And Greg just says that 
you know, he just like, he's just so crazy about her. Um, and he's going to keep waiting cause she's worth it. Um, and Katie said that one of her biggest fears is that Greg would want to leave. So I wonder if that's a little foreshadowing because we see in the super tease. Yeah. That somebody leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my actual gut instinct is that it's Michael because we see him on FaceTime with his kid. Yeah. And he's like, the kid says the saddest thing. Something like, sometimes I think you don't like want to see me anymore or something like that. Um, but I guess like possibly it could be Greg also um, leaving. I don't know. It's somebody it's that tears at the heartstrings. The yeah. It's somebody big, like somebody big yeah. makes that move out and it, and it, I think a lot of what we're seeing in the teases come from that moment where she's like, I'm done. Like, this doesn't feel yeah, worth it. Yeah. This isn't, you know. I'm going to throw up. Yeah. I think it has to come from there. Well, Ashley, before we move on here, uh, there's two people that I'm surprised we don't know more. I'm not shocked about one. James is one of these people. The, Who? James, exactly. Oh, okay. The guy in the box. <laughs> uh, I thought we would see more of him, uh, but we don't know a lot about him. The second one, though, is one that I really thought was going to be a standout this season. And I'm a little bit saddened that we haven't learned more about him. I think we learned some, but it's Courtney with a Q. We don't know a lot about Courtney yet. And I feel well, he's gone now. <laughs> exactly. And that's shocking <laughs> because he, he and like week one was, I believe like one of our favorites. Like what happened? He's cool. He's like got a cool suave vibe. Um, I do think that he got a little bit into the drama. Okay. Um, but other than that, like, I just think there was like a lack of chemistry there. Yeah. Uh, and who was the other person you said? James. James. James's hair is too slicked. Yeah. It's hard if to it, do. If, if he had some, like, if his hair was a little less hard. Yeah. I would think he'd be getting more screen time. Yeah. I haven't washed my hair in, I don't know, over a week at this point. Um, <laughs> I've been on the lake. I want to see James in the lake. Like, I want to see him... A week without washing his hair, no slick back, like hat on, and just see see how the vibe changes. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I really like him. I think he's cool. I just, I think that he looks like a little bit too swabbed up too, too often. Yeah, I don't know if that's Katie's style either. She kind of, yeah. Exactly. Nope. She likes a Blake. She <laughs> likes a guy who looks like he's like working in the national park. That's right. Good for her. Well, hey, uh, we have a second one-on-one, but before we get there, let's take another break. When we come back, we're going to break down the second one-on-one of this episode. It's something special. We got to talk about it. And we'll be back with the Almost Famous Podcast. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? 
I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay. I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to: hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally, the best thing. Ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long, it, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit, and it's so much better than shaving. They also have like. Um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. 
And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving. Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. All right. Hey, Ben, do you know what really stressed me out about this date? Oh, what? I always like this moment. What is it? It started when it was dark, and that always freaks me out because that means they're going to be up to like four in the morning. Oh, I mean, come on. I mean, how many people out there would enjoy dating at starting at like what? I mean, it had to be probably. I mean, this. Yeah. Nine or ten o'clock. Like when the sun went down, it was dark and knowing that the dates like one on ones on The Bachelor, like not on Bachelor in Paradise, but on The Bachelor, Bachelorette, like always last at least six hours so that means like at nine you're starting something that you know is going to to last six hours and you have to be totally on and your very best self yeah and you like they walked into that dinner portion i'm not even kidding you it must have been 2 a.m oh i mean it's just rough just rough rough. this is why this is a show for young people (laughs) Oh, gosh. okay. So, what did you think? Where, okay. where is Andrew and Katie's chemistry at? Um, I think that the that she like really likes. I feel like there's not a lot of chemistry. I'll say that. I think she really likes him, but I don't know if there's like a magic factor here. Uh, I like the date. This is the kind of date that you all know that I like because you know there's envelopes that have fun little questions. You get to little get to know little nuances about the person, and then they like smash the hearts. And there was like deeper conversation topics. I love that stuff because the Bachelor, like we've said it a, z- a zillion times on this podcast over the past four years, but like when you're sitting there and it's like dead silent, like you have no background music, no background speaking. It's not like a regular date. It can be like really hard to just like grab conversation topics and mm-hmm. it for not to seem super random. So I think that when they give them little envelopes like this, it really helps ease things. And again, we get to know more about the contestant and their their chemistry. I just don't I just don't know whether like there's like this hotness between them that like she had obviously with Blake on that one on one. 
Yeah, uh, but here's the thing that we have to bring up. But I like Andrew a lot. <laughs> well, we like Andrew, and he's he's a great, like, from what we watch on television, he's a great dude. And typically, <laughs> this is the week or next week that we see the one-on-one of somebody who goes either really far or ends up with her at, with him or her at the end. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, four and five. Yeah, this is the first one-on-one. Like, that's, I mean, they usually save kind of the favorite, right, for that, like, ending storyline, where all of a sudden, week four and five, they erupt, and they kind of finish strong, and we get really invested in their story. But here's what I'll say, is I was thinking this was going to happen with Andrew this week, and I didn't feel like it, like, erupted. Like, I don't feel like their storyline is one that I'm, like, super involved in i was mm-hmm. expecting a more of a chemistry than what i felt i saw mm-hmm. totally. does that make sense yes he's the guy he to me in my head he's the top four guy who gets really far because he makes a lot of sense they have a lot of similarities especially with their parents you know they both come from like real their parents both didn't have the happiest of marriages. Andrew talks a lot about how his dad wasn't that present and he wants to be the exact opposite of that when he's older, which I think is, you know, every girl loves hearing about how the guy projects to be a father one day. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, so yeah, like I think there's like a lot of similarities in the way that in their background, in the way that they see their futures. I just think that he's like the top four guy that like she wants to just love so much, but like the passion isn't there as it is with a couple others. We'll see. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Who knows? You might not be. And I mean, we we do see some really good conversations come out of this where they aren't afraid to dive deep and they aren't afraid to laugh, but they also do start to have conversations for the future. Uh, You know, Andrew shares about his concerns because in a past relationship, somebody said they were concerned about having uh, mixed children and Katie and Katie sits there with that and supports and hears. And so you do see these conversations happening where they are talking about like, what does the future look like? And Mm -hmm. you know, where, what could we become if this was us at the end? And so as much as we're not feeling maybe the chemistry, what I am seeing is they've had throughout this whole process, some of the most important conversations uh, that can prep them for the future. So maybe we shall see. We shall see. There's that one clip at the end in the super cheese that they use multiple times where she, she yells Andrew and then she runs into his arms Mm. as if he was departing. And then she just had to say one last goodbye Mm. again. Maybe I'm overanalyzing. It's always the most fun of this, anyways. Shall we speak about the rose ceremony? Yeah, this is uh, this is the rose ceremony that uh, I always say. Week four, week five is when I started to get invested in the show again. And I'm back now because we're starting to get rid of a couple more guys that we haven't gotten to know too well and that haven't been a huge part of the storyline. Uh, but the rose ceremony just didn't start with the rose being passed out. It started with Katie's entrance into the evening. Yeah, and she looked awesome. That red dress with like the chains. I think all the guys were very into that. I think the biggest storyline here was uh, that Hunter pulls Katie aside for a chat, even though he has a rose, which we see this all the time. When I was in the house, I wasn't sure how I feel about it. I still am kind of torn about it. I still feel like 
this is the kind of process where you have to take advantage of all the time that you can get. Do you, are you supposed to look out for others? Oh, I don't really know. Um, but then, and at the same time, while I say that, I do feel like those people who have roses going to the rose ceremony should at least give like the more time um, and the earlier time slots to people who do, who don't have one. What do you think? I mean, I'm. I, it doesn't really bother me either way. Yeah, me neither. I don't have like strong feelings, but like I, I could see both sides. But Ashley, tell me this. Listeners, tell me this. At what point in any season that you've watched in the 20 years that this show has been going that when there is the take too much time guy or girl, it's ever ended well for them? Like it's ne- like that is the start of a storyline for Hunter that will just continue to get worse. I think the next few weeks. And the reason I say that the reason I, I hint to that is because I cannot remember one man or one woman on this show who has been the, Hey, I have a rose, but I'm going to take more time than necessary. And it's ended well for them long-term. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Uh, yeah, like he brings her over to the telescope and then he also wants to have like couch time with her. And even though he's had the telescope time and the couch time, he still tells James to back away. And I'm like, no, it would have been way more attractive if you were like, go ahead. yeah, dude, you go, go for it. And does Katie seem that into it at this point? No. Yeah, okay. She's not that into it. I, was she, I think she wanted to talk to James because she even said, like, I appreciate you trying to come over and, and grab me. Yeah. So at this point, I'm, I feel like as a viewer, I'm watching this going, I don't think Katie is, even if she gave him the group date rose, I think she's starting to feel like, wait, there's something not Yeah. She even going. said, you have a rose, so you should feel good. Yeah. Like, give me a break here. I have a lot of people to meet. And as much as I love spending time with you, I also really like spending time with the others. So <laughs> <Yeah>. Hunter, <laughs> back off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So who gets who gets eliminated in this episode? The guys who don't get a rose this episode is Courtney, Josh, and Andrew M. So like I, I know who Andrew, I know who Josh and Andrew M are, um, and of course I know who Courtney is, but none of them really played a huge role, and I think that they were the obvious cuts this week. Yeah, and I and I feel like James is definitely a cut next week. I have a feeling that Hunter yeah. will be a cut next week. Yeah. Uh. Aaron, I think, will be gone. Who's who's Iceman? I I say Iceman because we watched Top Gun this weekend. Um, who's the guy who looks like Val Kilmer in the eighties? <laughs> I don't know. Bre- is it Brendan? Yeah, 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 Brendan. Come on, Ben. Please look. I'm just sending you this picture of this guy, and don't tell me that he doesn't look like. He wants to beat Tom Cruise in the air. Oh, I see it now. <laughs> yeah, and he's still around somehow. Yeah, that guy's gone yeah. too. There's no way he sticks. I mean, like, we haven't heard anything no from him. Way. Yeah. No way. The, the sad part is I'm invested in the season, and I when you said the name Brendan, I was like, I d I don't I don't know who you're talking about. And that's yeah, it's not a good sign. Not because I'm an <laughs> expert, but just because you would think we would know by now. Well, <laughs> Ashley, before we move on to the hot topics of the week. Uh, so far, A to F, how are you grading Katie's performance as the Bachelorette? I think I give her an A. What about this season, A to F? 
I, st- I feel like it's an A, A minus. I still am very much enjoying it. It's one of the very few. It's like I have not looked at my phone. I've not been distracted. I've been excited to watch episodes. I like the depth. I like all the personalities we're getting to know. And we're through hump week now. So now we start going yeah. down like into the more like intimate storylines. The, the people, you know, we have hometowns coming up. We have fantasy suites coming up. We have some we have the engagement episode coming up. We this is starting to get like to the like heart of the season. And I'm pumped for it. I'm in. I think Katie's an A. I think the season's an A. Uh I've really enjoyed it. And uh and it's been good. But like I said, before we start talking about hot topics, we do have something really important to talk about. And that is a sneak peek of the rest of the season that we get after this episode. And Ashley, I know we can overanalyze these. I know we can look too far into them. But this sneak peek gave me a lot of anxiety. It makes me feel like things are not going to go well or easy from here on out. I know. Wait, I'm looking at our notes for the sneak peek. And there is a couple things that I didn't even pick up on. Apparently, Blake tells Katie he's not in love right now. That's big. Um, Greg asks if he can leave. Mm. I guess I misinterpreted that because when Greg said... I can I leave? I felt like he meant, can I leave the room or something right now? <laughs> Which would be just as weird if I was like, Hey, can I leave like the room right now? No, That's something we would so say. That's like something you would say to a producer. If you're like sitting around and you're like having like, you know, to do like group chat time. You're like, can I, can I go now? Good point. I guess that's true. But so that could be taken out of context. Um, we do see more Justin that I think, uh well we've seen thus far justin is your favorite with the expressions mm-hmm. i uh i think justin is a highlight of the season i don't know he doesn't say a lot <laughs> but my, my oh my does he speak with his face and then i mean you're you're skipping over something super important yeah, what? we believe in this sneak peek that we're we we witness katie telling mike p that the words i Dude, love that's you silly that's so silly. That's not to Mike P. Like, there's no way. You don't think that's to Mike P? No. I think that's totally to somebody else. I took it as Mike P. They make it look like that. I don't know, Ash. I think there's a lot going on here. <laughs> it's going to be a fantastic end of the season. And we're going to continue to break down every episode as this season continues. Ben. Yeah. We have to talk about who the last was. She said that you're the last person I ever expected to show up at my door. Um, Who's that? I have no clue. I think that's a guy from home. They always hint at that. And it, <laughs> it never it never ends up being anything. Like every season. When I was The Bachelor, they were hinting that like some ex-boyfriend was going to show up like multiple times. And he kind of showed up a little bit, but I never met him. Like, I don't know. What, what do you say? If somebody from your past shows up, you're, I mean... I, I would think at that point you, you've kind of moved on. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't yeah. really excite me as much yeah. as like the people we're getting to know. I would be shocked if any outsider comes into a season like this and makes that big of a disruption. But it is going to be a good end of the season. There's no doubt about it. Hey, let's take a break. We have hot topics to talk about, and there's a, there's a few of them here. Uh, we'll be back with the Almost Famous Podcast. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? 
a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to: hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally, the best thing. Ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, 
this is so awful, but I, I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but this smell so close to my nose for so long. Oh, no. Ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argon oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. It's time for Bachelor headlines of this week. A lot of them are focused around Katie's season and the contestants on this season and Katie, our Bachelorette. But... To start out, The Bachelorette's Blake Moynes reveals what he said in his initial DM to Katie Thurston. You guys, there are so many F-bombs in these quotes that, like, it's ridiculous. Uh, he goes, she came out of that limo on Matt season with the, that vibrator. And I was like, yeah, I like what she's about. But... It's not the fact that she had an effing vibrator. That's not what I was like, oh, yeah, that's my girl. It's the fact that she had the balls to have fun with it and go with the flow. It was really a simple reach out as far as the DM goes. It wasn't um, it wasn't like, hey, I'm into you. No, it was like, I effing love that you did that, that was effing awesome good for you (laughs) and apparently he felt very comfortable right away as soon as he showed up on the season and speaking of f-bombs he said seeing what katie was like in person and knowing that we are very similar i wasn't too nervous to say f-bombs and be a little raunchy and things like that 
Yeah. Well, it's romantic, to say the least. <laughs> um, yeah. Go, I mean... Uh, that just, like, I don't know. I, I didn't like that whole quote series. I was just like, eh, you, you are... Yeah, yeah, not very romantic, huh? Yeah, there you go. Well, uh, big story this week in Bachelor Nation uh, about Bachelor contestants applying for the PPP loan, the Paycheck Protection mm-hmm. Program. This was on TMZ, uh, released, I think, this article... And I actually, I got to admit something. Uh, I have very mixed feelings about this. Me too. Uh, well, so f- just in, in all honesty, and I was kind of waiting for it to come out, you know, I applied for a PPP loan. That's so interesting that you're being so honest because our accountant was like, do you guys want to do this? Well, you have to think, and I'm not saying, uh, this is where I come into this whole conversation uh, with very little judgment because I don't know any of these bachelor or bachelorette people's financials or what they're doing with their lives. But you got to think, I mean, for me personally, I have three restaurants, all of which Mm -hmm. opened up within a year before the pandemic and two coffee shops. So one of my coffee shops completely shut, like I closed the doors on it, a huge loss Mm -hmm. to me personally and to the company. Uh, We couldn't keep it open. And we, you know, eight employees of ours no longer had a barista job because of this. And so I applied for a PPP loan because this, we had to, like in order to keep our other coffee shop open and the restaurants open, we had like, that's why, what they're for. Uh And so I think there was a little bit of, um, I just don't think it was fair to like call everybody out and be like, there's no way you should have been doing this because you don't make a lot of money being the bachelor or bachelor. You make a good salary. I'm not saying it's a bad one, but then if you do have like restaurants and you're invested in the hospitality and the pandemic hits and everything closes for three months and you're trying to keep your employees uh, like having a job, you had to apply because everything you were like 2020 was a financially like awful year for me. Um, Like everything was going like slipping away. Everything I had ever put my money into or my time into felt like it was disappearing. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I'm cautious to overreact to this story um, because I know my situation. So you applied for one. Did you get one? I did. I did. And I mean, we went through, we went through the steps. I mean, it wasn't hard to do when you show, Hey, this is what's happening to me this year. And we have 300 employees and all of our businesses are closed. Yeah. Like it didn't, it didn't feel, I mean, it was morally, it felt like, yeah, that you have to do this. Like you have to get something because I can't imagine closing two generous coffee shops in the course of 2020, uh, due to this pandemic. Like we had to get help. Yeah. I completely, I completely agree with your feelings on it. Um, we saw that it was Colton, Tasha, Dale, Ari, and Lauren. They were the names that like were released last week, which I, I don't know. I just, I do feel like it's just like kind of weird to like talk about people's money decisions. Um, but Colton and Tasha both have, you know, Tasha was hiring an employee, used the money to pay for an employee that was unemployed before her. And then Colton has his Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. And the funds went there. You just got to be, you know, I, I, I think there's a lot to this. Now, I don't know everybody. Again, I don't know why everybody decided to do this. But the PPP was meant to support and keep small businesses specifically 
-hmm. alive and keep employees working and having some type of salary during this time. If that's why these contestants did it, it for that reason, then that they followed, you know, what it was meant to do. Now, if they're doing it for personal gains, then that's a different question, right? In a different conversation. Mm -hmm. But I just don't know that. And I don't think there's enough evidence in the story specifically to really point out why they did what they did. I know people are assuming things and maybe some of the assumptions will be right. But I, I mean, I was kind of waiting. I was like, you know what? Is my name going to get thrown in here? And then oh, it's going to be one more thing that like, I'm just like, kind of sad about and I'm like I don't know what else we could have done like I don't know yeah, what the other option was, was I mean yours was all about business like yours was done in a business day and you have so many employees yeah we our accountant asked if we want to do it Jared and I are like I think we're good right now yeah um but you know I think you. each individual circumstance is different good for you I mean that's uh you got to think through those, but that story did come out. It spread everywhere. And I know there was a lot of like, uh, and, and again, some of these people might've been doing it for the wrong reasons, but, um, <laughs> there we go. Well, uh, Colton Underwood comes out with a, a nude photo shoot this week. Uh, Ashley, what was it about and what was going on? Um, it's not like, I don't know how to just like, I basically like a foot the photo shoot. If you want to know more about it, go look at the pictures. <laughs> they are very easily found. You can see him. He's he got, he's got nothing on and he's got a leather jacket hiding his bear crotch and he's showing off his abs. He's got an ear piercing. Um, he, there's even one where he's like taking a drag from a cigar and winking seductively at the camera. <laughs> this, this I smoke a, a lot of cigars article. naked. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, seems you're shirtless dangerous. now. I feel like you do smoke cigars shirtless a lot. Shirtless, yeah, but it, it feels dangerous for other reasons. Uh, <laughs> ashes are just flying everywhere. <laughs> um. Anyway, you can definitely tell that it was like, this is like Colton's, like, I'm going to have fun. Uh, this is like a part of coming out. Like, I feel sexy and like secure in my own skin. So I'm going to like let it show. Uh, well, uh, you can go Google those pictures if you would like. Well, that's uh, all the headlines we have for this week. Uh, it has been uh, a really great season so far. We've really enjoyed uh, breaking this down with all of you. So, again, we hope you have an incredible, incredible week in front of you and enjoy the time. And before we go, we just want to give a quick little shout out to somebody who's been on the podcast multiple times. John Paul Jones introduces new girlfriend Katie to the scene. Congratulations to both of them. Another relationship is forming yeah, in Bachelor so Nation. Well, hey, with that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye, guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. 
Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Right here, right now, find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.